Hello and welcome back to the Ultimate Unofficial VeggieTales podcast. Um, I got a bit of a show planned today with Valentine's Day coming up. I'm thinking that'll be the day I premiere this. Thought I'd go over some of the VeggieTales Valentine's Day themed episodes. I know they've done um, two or three Valentine's Day collection episodes. And then they've done at least three main episodes themed on love. So I just thought we'd maybe do a quick overview of those. I might even try to rank them if I have time. And then, of course, we'll do our Rack Shack and Benny review. Tried to work this out to where the Are You My Neighbor review would fit in with the love episode since it's about loving your neighbor. But didn't work out that way. I wasn't going to have such a gap in between episode releases. So once we overview all the love episodes, uh, if I have time, I'll do the Rack Shack and Benny review. And got some more guests coming up for interviews, but not in this episode. Stay tuned. And we got a show for you. Alrighty. Yeah, making sure my mic is on. Get it turned up just a little. So I'm going to see if I can remember these by heart. And then I'll whip together a quick ranking and get back on here. I guess the VeggieTale love-themed episodes would be Are You My Neighbor? Duke and the Great Pie War. Silly Little Thing Called Love. Let Us Love One Another. God Loves You Very Much. And The Power of Love. And I know they've done other ones that they would kind of put into those compilations, but they weren't technically themed about love. So those would be the five, is that five? One, two, three, four. Those would be the six uh, love-themed episodes. So I'm going to jump off here and try to put together a quick ranking, and I'll get back on here and read that. And then comment below and let, let me know what you think. All right, so I took all six episodes and put them on two different sections of the main episodes and the collections. I'd say the number one VeggieTales Valentine's Day love-themed episode is Are You My Neighbor? kind of obvious second would be duke and the great pie war third would be power of love and then with the collections i said silly little thing called love was first just because it's kind of nostalgic to me but you know it didn't really have as much didn't really have as much work put into it with the um extra animation and all that it was really more of just reused footage and very little extra animation but this is just nostalgic you know and it was kind of their first big valentine's day thing so it was kind of cool then God Loves You Very Much would be second, because it's got original music in the special collection episode, which is always kind of rare. And then Let Us Love One Another has some original music too, and it's really good. But um, feels like less less work put into the animation, so that's going to come in at number three for the collections. So, let's see, 1995, 2005, 2020 were the years we got the first three, and then 2010, 2011, and 2012. One consecutively for three years. Um, for the compilations. So I think I'd say love is probably the most covered topic in VeggieTales, aside from forgiveness in, in one way or another. They usually end up bringing it back to love or forgiveness. Um, most of these episodes can be found on Yippie TV, but I don't think all of them can. For some reason, Yippie TV will not open up the, um, the compilation videos. They only have a handful of them on there, which is kind of annoying. I don't know why they haven't put the rest of them on there. I think the only ones on Yippie are the ones that aired on Smile of a Child, but you can go to uh, Amazon Prime to watch the rest of those, which is pretty cool. Okay, so here's a subjective point about that. Are these actually Valentine's Day episodes? And let me know what you think below. They're love-themed. I think Silly Little Thing Called Love is the most close to qualifying, but these don't really say anything specific about Valentine's Day. So the question is, do these count as Valentine's Day specials? such as The Toilet Saved Christmas or The Star of Christmas would count as Christmas specials. I'm going to say they don't. That's me personally. 
I said they're Valentine's Day themed. I think a few of these at least were released with the intent of, you know, Valentine's Day being nearby. I think they continue to use these episodes to advertise for Valentine's Day, but I think they only ever designed them to be, except maybe the collection, I think the episodes were only ever designed to be episodes just like any other. Um, but let me know what you think below if you think these qualify as Valentine's Day specials or not. Now, I, I did do a quick a quick search on um, VeggieTales Valentine's Day, and I think this was last year, yeah, February 14th, 2021, they called some of the silly songs Valentine's Day songs. They took some of the, I think, Barbara Mandy, Love My Lips, and the Cheeseburger song, and that might be it. Let me check. Yeah, that might be it. But they took those, and they called them Valentine's Day songs. So I guess it's all really just a marketing thing, whatever they want to call it, for the purpose of um, for the purpose of marketing it for the holiday. But you know, they also called the League of Incredible Vegetables a Halloween special. When if anything, it's more of a Christmas special with all the snow. It isn't a Christmas special, but it's closer to that than being a Halloween special. It frankly doesn't qualify for that at all. So they really just pull out whatever media they have for the purpose of um, marketing it to a specific holiday or whatever. Okay, so that's all I can think of about with the um the VeggieTale Love themed episodes. I don't think there really was much more to say than just those six episodes. But the other thing I wanted to do today was go over the silly song ranking on Vulture.com. Now, if this is true, and I'm assuming this isn't clickbait, looks like Mike Naraki himself made a comment on um. Hang on, one moment. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he made a comment on each of these. So I'm interested to see how this ranking went. I'm not sure exactly who ranked this, if this was voted by fans or just random people, but it looks like VeggieTales Music Archive was in on this, which is kind of cool. So I'm going to scroll through and see what's up. They, they, I'm going to start from the bottom. No, I'm going to start, I'm going to start from the top. So they say the 42nd silly song is the agitated song. I'm going to probably agree that of all the silly songs they're ranking here, that's probably the worst. There really isn't much to it. It's like four lines or something, so I'm not even sure if it qualifies as a silly song or not. I guess it's like a little bonus thing, but I do agree. 41 is my golden egg. Obviously, they're going to put that um, high on the list of silly songs that are not good, but the only reason is because the design of the characters is bad from Noah's Ark, VeggieTales in the House, VeggieTales in the City. But the song itself actually isn't bad. And people who say it seems like a poorly attempted silly song, you know, what you might not be paying attention to is that Kurt Heinke and Mike Naraki actually worked on the music to Noah's Ark. Because from all the information I can gather, I don't think this episode was originally planned to be done in the design that they did it in. But since they were transitioning to the Netflix design, that's where they ended up doing that. But I don't think that's a bad song at all. Donuts for Benny. I'm going to have to take personal sort of offense to this being number 40 on the list. I think it's way better than number 40. Best Friends Forever should not have even made the list. I'm sorry. Like I said, the Agitated song is worse. This would probably have to be the worst of all of them. I mean, it doesn't even... I think Christian Trishan actually mentioned this at one point, but it's like they're trying to modernize it, right, with the texting? But they didn't even do a good job at modernizing it because they used flip phones, and this was like 2012, so it doesn't even work. Okay, Pants is number 38. I think that one's got to be a little little better than that. Superhero is number 37. Okay. Eight Polish Christmas Foods. So they're saying the Eight Polish Christmas Foods is better than Pants and Superhero. 
gonna have to disagree with both of those. Bubble Wrap's 35, O Santa is 34, Astonishing Wigs. So now they're saying Astonishing Wigs is better than O Santa, which seems like a crime, but it is a good song. A Mess Down in Egypt. Like, I'm kind of wondering, SUV song, I'm wondering who ranked these. It feels like this was just, like, randomly generated, if you will. Um, I'm not really seeing much of a basis for any of this. Happy Tooth Day is number 30. Macaroni and Cheese. Wrap Myself Up for Christmas. Good Night Junior. See, the fact that Good Night Junior, it's a good one, for sure. I think it's funny. But it's not widely regarded as one of the best silly songs. And the fact that they're putting it above Happy Tooth Day and the SUV song doesn't really fit. I noticed I tried to get all these YouTube links to the VeggieTales official, but then some of the VeggieTales official didn't upload, so they had to get the links from other people's channels. Where have all the staplers gone? Kilts and stilts. Belly button is 24. Schoolhouse polka is 23. Monkey's all the way at 22. And they said Perfect Puppy is better. Sneeze if you need to apparently is better. Lance the turtle. That may actually be better. And so may Gated Community. Biscuit of Zaz and Miranda Bow, Song of the Cebu, so we get to see very many of the 90s silly songs in here. Baby Elf, Yodeling Veterinarian of the Alps, Asteroid Cowboys is number 13. Once again, I don't know who ranked this. His Cheeseburger, Dance of the Cucumber, Water Buffalo Song, Larry's High Silk Hat, Arts Don't Do Anything. The Blues with Larry is all the way down at number 7. Love My Lips, Sippy Cup, Pizza Angel, Hopperena is number 3. Okay. Now I'm thinking this was just randomly assorted because I don't know anyone who would put that in number three. It's a great song and all, but it does not it's it does not outdo any of the songs above it. Like they're saying that's better than Pizza Angel and that just doesn't work. Hairbrush song, of course, has gotta be in the top two. And then in Danger Love, Barbara Mandy is the first. So they've done rankings before for silly songs for multiple different episodes actually. And um <sighs> did not match that at all. So I'm feeling like this was just randomly generated, and I'm kind of doubting if Mike Naraki actually made these comments. It's possible, but I'd say it's more likely they just grabbed it from a commentary or something. I guess they could have reached out to him, but I just don't, I just don't know who was in charge of doing this ranking because it doesn't really match anything that fans have. You know, 2001 they did the ranking for Ultimate Silly Song. 2011 or 12 they did it for their 20th anniversary for If I Sang a Silly Song. And this, like, matches neither of those. So, I feel like this might have just been, like, a clickbait type of thing. But it is still cool. If these are Mike Naraki's actual comments, and that's kind of a fun thing to read through. And I'll leave the link to the article in the description. Alright, so, quick reviews are kind of my thing. And I'm going to go ahead and do a quick review, I guess, because I'm at the end of my podcast time. This will be for Rack Shack and Benny. I'm going to say this episode's a 10 out of 10, in that, you know... I guess you could have guessed that because they give the past three 10 out of 10. But really, the 90s episodes are, I don't want to say they're flawless. It's more that they are perfectly flawed. Like, the, the flaws that make them so authentic. You know, the little animation errors, the um, the typos and the subtitles or whatever. That's what makes it so authentic because this was the, um, you know, this was the original crew. Just a few people working on these shows. And that's what makes the original episodes so good as compared to the new ones. Which, you know, the new ones don't even look that good with the animation like the old ones. I'd rather watch that animation any day. Because the old ones, it's like, okay, this animation looks weird, but you get an excuse because this is like 1995 and you got a tiny studio that you all started by yourself. But now in 2022, it's like, no, you don't get an excuse. You're working with Universal. You've got teams of talented animators, and I know 88 Pictures can do better than what they're doing with the VeggieTales show. 
so they don't get an excuse for the animation today. But in the 90s, it's just fun to watch. It's almost like a... I'm trying to remember who said this. It may have been Ian Sweeney. He said it was kind of like a claymation type of thing, but pretty cool. Of all the songs in Rack Shack and Benny, I'm going to have to say my favorite is Stand. Good Morning George is a close second. Comment below. Let me know what your favorite Rack Shack and Benny song or scene is. Basically, you know, if you haven't seen the episode yet... I'm assuming most people have seen this episode, but the premise is basically, you know, Larry's trying to be cool by wearing this oven mitt on his head, falls in the sink, and so Bob tells the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which for the purpose of VeggieTales is the bridge to Rakshak and Benny, and um, Nebuchadnezzar, I believe it was Nebuchadnezzar, who throws them into the furnace for not worshipping his idol. In this case, it's a giant chocolate bunny. So, in the end, they burn, and that's it. I'm kidding, of course, they don't actually burn, obviously. If you've seen the episode, you know that Mr. Lunt looks in there and says, one of them's real shiny, and then they all come out and everyone's fine. And then you get the fastest villain turnaround in the history of television, and everyone just immediately forgives him for wanting to burn them like 20 seconds ago, and all of a sudden he's like, oh wow, God's involved. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean any of that. My bad. And then everyone's just like, oh, we forgive you. There's definitely no hidden agenda here. And that's basically the premise of the whole episode. You have to find the lesson in there somewhere. Dang, okay, it is recording. Alright, <laughs> but anyway, that'd be episode 4. I'm going to give it 10 stars for sure. Most of the 90s episodes are. Uh, I'd say this is one of the best ones I did. They did a good job with the length, good job with the quality, good job with the voice acting, good job with the songs all around. This is back when we had a real dedicated team. I'm sure we've still got a dedicated team now, but I'd like to see some more dedication from the people working on the animation, if possible. I just know there's more potential than what they're giving us now, because I've seen what they can do with very few employees. Now they've got a lot of people in a big company, and I know they can do more, but whatever. I Anyway, that's about it for today. I'm going to head off here now and go to bed. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in, and tune in next time. Bye.